Hi, I'm Gail from Europod. Before enjoying your podcast, allow me to say a few words about Europe Talks Back. In the third season of Europe Talks Back, I want to uncover the topics that matter or should matter to all of us. From gender to bodies and sex, digital to migration and urban landscapes, and everything in between. Rather than focusing on macro-level policies, let's zoom in and talk to the brave activists and volunteers with lived experience, who are working directly with marginalized communities to further equity, justice, and liberation for all. So, after having explored citizen science from a rather theoretical point of view, we decided we had to send someone from Bull Media to Lisbon, Portugal. We wanted to grasp first-hand voices and persons working in one of Coeso's pilot projects. And that's why Jeremy Bouquet, our creative director and sound engineer, and Claudia Torrisi, a freelance journalist and collaborator of ours, took a plane to the Portuguese capital. So the interviews you will listen to in this and the following episode were run and recorded on the ground in Lisbon by Claudio Torrisi and Jeremy Bouquet. Let's start. Exploring citizen science. Can research and society be reconnected? Episode 4. In Lisbon. Part 1. Easier said than done. If you can introduce yourself okay. and also your role in the in the project, your organization. Okay. Okay. So my name is Susana Fonseca. I'm a member of Zero. Zero is a Portuguese environmental NGO. We work on many different issues, you know, from climate change to circular economy, water, forests, etc. I'm a member of the board also, and I'm responsible for the area of sustainability, circular economy, etc. Zero is one of the key engaged stakeholders of the Lisbon-based Coeso pilot project titled Mass Tourism's Impact on Urban Communities. And Susana Fonseca is an activist and, as she said, board member of Zero. Susana is one of the main voices you will hear during this and the next episode. I got involved in Coeso well, during the preparation of the project because uh, Frédéric uh, reached out to us because he wanted to do a pilot. We will get to who Frédéric is in a moment. Trying to explore tourism and its impact at the local level, etc., and using some, let's say, more exploratory strategies and methodologies to approach this issue. So, mass tourism's impact on urban communities is pilot number one of the COESO project. What I'd like to do now is use what we learned so far in the previous episodes to analyze the structure and functioning of this COESO pilot project. So, I hope you don't mind recalling an extract from episode 3. In COESO's participatory research approach, professional researchers and other types of experts, who might well be already present as identified groups, so local activists, for instance, come together to solve social challenges. These interactions inform different practices of citizen science. Ultimately, COESO wants to highlight, document and showcase 
the practices of interaction that emerge from these pilots. We will discuss the emergence of practices of interaction later on. Actually, and this might come in as a bit of a picky comment from my side, but here it goes. Rather than practices of interaction, we should be talking about practices of collaboration. Anyhow, for now, who is who in this pilot? Well, in Coesos Pilot 1, exploring mass tourism's impact on urban communities, a number of different types of experts and expert organizations or groups of experts came together. Zero, which Susanna is a member of, is just one of these organizations. A second organization was CRIA, short for Center for Research in Anthropology. And a third partner was La Fabrique des Écritures of the Centre Norbert Elias, short, the acronym of which goes CNRS. In English, it would translate into the Fabric of Writing of the Norbert Elias Centre. The first two organizations are based in Lisbon, Portugal. The Centre Norbert Elias is based in France, in Marseille and Avignon. In this episode, we'll focus mainly on the first two organizations. In any case, each of these partners has a specific DNA. For instance, when it comes to the NGO Zero. When we look at tourism, we definitely always look at it in a, in a I would say, how to say this in English, I mean, in a critical way. Okay, so we are not against tourism or anything. We know it's an activity, it's, it's good even at some, to some point to the city. But we also realize the impacts, the great impacts it can have, both in terms of social impact and environmental impact. So with Susanna and Zero, pilot number one of Coeso benefits from the activists or NGO perspective, we could say. Instead, the Center for Research and Anthropology, the CRIA, and the Norbert Elias Center, or CNRS, bring in a more academic or research-oriented expertise. This is Frédéric Vidal speaking, the person Susanna was referring to just at the beginning of this episode. I am uh, Frédéric Vidal, I am a professor at the uh, Universidad Autónoma de Lisboa, and I am uh, also a researcher at CRIA. I am Uh, walking uh, in the boundary and the, between history and anthropology. And so we try to have a more um, historical perspective about uh, how this place has been transformed by tourism, by tourism practices, and uh, how this tourism practice is building the city, uh, city experience, and uh, how people are reacting or not with or against tourism. Fair enough. Now that we went through the main involved organizations of this pilot, it's time we dig a bit into the topic of this pilot, I'd say. The mission of this pilot was the following, and I'm taking this from the official COESO website. CREA, a research laboratory in social anthropology, and ZERO, a local NGO for the promotion of sustainable development, will create the Lisbon Tourism Observatory. Concerned citizens, local authorities, and university affiliates, all in Lisbon's historical Santo Antonio district, will explore the social, economic, and environmental challenges bred by mass tourism and develop strategies to promote dialogue and reduce tensions at the local level. These strategies can then be replicated to promote community engagement 
in other cities. Wow. Okay. I don't know how you feel about this, but I'd like to break it down. So, first of all, why tourism? This is again Frédéric Vidal from the Center for Research and Anthropology, or CREA. In a historical perspective since the 19th century, tourism and industry are the two main processes that have transformed the city. When you are um, discussing about tourism, about good things and bad things about tourism, we are more or less dealing with urbanity. Uh, how is, uh, so the diversity and the capitalism and uh, uh, the diversity of experience and this kind of thing. So it's a very interesting point to observe different relations and different conceptions of urbanity. Sometimes we struggle, there's a lot of conflicts. That's why it's interesting to observe these conflicts. Interesting. And if this holds from a general perspective, it is especially true for Lisbon, a city which has undergone a tremendous transformation over the past two decades. The Association for the Right to Housing says more than 50,000 families in Lisbon don't have a decent home. Renovation projects are flourishing and Porto and Lisbon have been invaded by tourists. Reports say between 2020 and 2021, house prices in Portugal shot up by 157%. In fact, and this is just my very personal feeling or perception, there's no other European city where over-tourism is so debated as in Lisbon. Anyhow, back to Coeso. As said it in its mission, the pilot did not want to analyze the impact of mass tourism on the whole of Lisbon, that it would have been, well, fairly impossible. Rather, it focused on one specific neighborhood of the Portuguese capital, or even more precisely, a civil parish. In Portuguese, the right word is freguesia, namely the freguesia of Santo Antonio. So, Santo Antonio is a freguesia or civil parish located in the city center of Lisbon. And it was established with the 2012 administrative reform of Lisbon, merging the former parishes of Sao Mamede, Sao Jose, and Corazao de Jesus. I know, I know, this might sound a bit irrelevant, but trust me, there's a reason why I'm mentioning this nitty gritty detail about the earlier division of this civil parish. And we will come back to this later in episode five. Anyhow, why Santo Antonio specifically? This is Elisa Lopez da Silva, a historian and researcher, and a colleague of Frederic Vidal at CREA, who likewise took part in this COESO pilot. Santo Antonio is in central Lisbon, and it's one of the parishes that has been dealing with urban transformations caused by tourism, but it still has many other features of urban features. It has very different neighborhoods inside of it, has some of the most luxurious accommodations in Lisbon, like Avenida da Liberdade, with all the luxurious commerce and, and all that, but also it still has some popular neighborhoods and residents that have been there for a long time. So it has very different persons that goes around the, that uh, neighborhoods that uh, users of the city, very different users of the city, in that interests us, that variety of urban practices. Okay, by now, I believe we were able to fix at least three important elements. First, who took part in this pilot? Secondarily, why the analysis of tourism matters? And in the third place, 
why Santo Antonio became a case study. In other terms, and with reference to the extract from episode 3 we played earlier in this episode, we can say we understood who the actors of this pilot were and what social issue they were tackling. But if you remember, there was one element I said I would discuss later, namely the emergence of practices of collaboration. Indeed, that's ultimately the objective of Coeso, to highlight, document and showcase the practices of collaboration that emerge from these pilots. So it's a collaborative project. And as a collaborative project is constructed with the preoccupations and, and approaches of anthropologists and historians like me, but also with the uh, views on tourism and the city of Zero, which is an environmentalist uh, NGO. And so we try to understand the city in Lisbon through that double lenses, which is the NGO approach and researchers, and try to figure out how we can combine and study the city with these different approaches together. This was again Elisa Lopez da Silva from CRIA. So, now, I don't know how you feel about this, just it all rather sounds easier said than done. Because I still wonder, how does all of this willingness to collaborate turn out in practice? Is that even possible? And what are the concrete benefits from so much effort? So, coming up on Exploring Citizen Science. Because we have to negotiate every step of the research project. We have to question every premise. To put everyone to work together. So it's a very big challenge. And we were very interested in hearing and, and listening those who actually live here and work here. want to hear more podcasts that get to the bottom of things that stand out in the ambient noise? Join Europod. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and our newsletter. Follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter and Instagram. Discover our brand new website at www.europod.eu and join us in our fight. Europod. Clear the noise. Start to listen. <laughs>